Hello, my name is Federico Toledo and welcome to the Quality Sense podcast, where you will have the chance to improve your sense for quality by listening to some leaders who are amazing at what they do in the software industry. In each show, I'll have a one-on-one -on -one chat with them discussing specific topics related to software testing and quality. If you ask me what's the most beautiful lesson you have learned over the last few months, what I would say is that podcasting is so much fun, especially when your friends and colleagues and well, that happen to be the people you admire uh, say yes to come on and share about what they know, about their experience, about what they are learning or even about the things they are struggling with. Um, in this Quality Sense episode, I want to give a short summary of what I learned while talking with the great people I had the chance to interview in order to close out this first season. Yeah, the first season, 12 episodes with 12 amazing people. Let me summarize it. The first episode was with Rosa Breen. He shared ideas on how to test when you are under pressure. I guess that we've all been there, right? Uh, well, he has five principles for what he defined as just-in-time testing. The principles are proposeful testing, considering mainly that quality is about suitability to purpose, active context listening, understand the decision-making processes, triage, which is crucial for aligning testing with the priorities and purpose of the project. And last but not least, we should always know the last best build. This can save your life for sure. If you want to learn more details about the principles, listen to the first interview. Rob's suggestions are straight to the point, very, very practical in the way we approach and strategize our testing when we don't have enough time, which is basically most of the times. Then I had a great conversation with my friend Rafael Botbol about the challenges of performance testing with open source tools. At Abstracta, we have been collaborating with Rafael and Broadcom in the development of Shameter plugins and other open source initiatives as well. Also, we talked about shift left and shift right applied specifically to performance testing. It was amazing to listen to Rafael mentioning examples of big companies such as Netflix or Google and how they deal with these challenges and what we can learn from them. Next, changing the topic completely, I had the honor to talk with Janet Gregory about her challenges during this pandemic and how she and her team have had to rethink their workshop on agile testing with an online facilitation. 
This led us to talk about the importance of finding the right mindset to embrace remote work and creating a structure of your day in your daily routine to enhance productivity. Think about it. All the changes you have to face working from home and working with an agile man mindset, even though you were already working in, in, in a remote way, in any case, I think we are testing our flexibility and adaptability to change, which at, at the end of the day, this is what agile really means. Following my interview with Janet, I had the chance to chat with Paul Henri Pilet. He's not a tester, but the CEO of a very popular open source performance testing tool, Gatling. The conversation had two very different topics. One was about the importance of performance testing and doing it throughout the software development cycle. And the other was more related to the history of Gatling. Paul Henry also shared some things he has learned about leaving his team, which I found fascinating. Next up, I talked with Alan Richardson about test automation. How can you learn and experiment with games? Yeah, games. Can you automate a game? Can you learn about test automation trying to beat the machine? Maybe trying to be the fastest winning that game. This is an amazing way to learn test automation or, or to experiment with a tool. I also loved Alan's vision about thinking tactically versus strategically about software testing and specifically about test automation. Also about his view on critical thinking and how you should apply this specifically to test automation. Alan shared many tricks that you can use as workarounds or just to improve your, your current automation. If you want to learn his tricks, listen to the interview in episode 5. Then, QualitySense had another CEO coming to the stage. Alon Grimonski was not only the co-founder of BlazeMeter, but he's also working right now on App9, a platform to allow better testing of microservices. Alon is also an advisor for AppTeam, our sister company in Abstracta, where we are working hard to provide a tool to test and improve the client-side performance of native apps. During the interview, we focused our conversation on the challenges of testing an API and microservices. So if this is something that you are uh, working with, I will say that you should listen to episode six. Next, you may know him for being the president of the Association for Software Testing, I also had the chance to share a nice conversation with Eric Progler. We explored how certain industry systems are tested, like contract tracing apps for COVID-19 and aircraft software, a very wide <laughs> set of different applications. Related to that, we also touched on software quality certifications, whether they are really useful or not. 
I also remember that we got a bit sidetracked, but we landed upon a super important skill for testers to learn, how to disagree politely. Then I talked to Lisa Crispin, another mother of agile testing like Janet Gregory. Lisa provided a great introduction to software observability which she's diving into at OutSystems nowadays. This is a topic that is becoming more and more relevant lately. It's concerned with how to get information from production in, to, to improve the quality of the product and also the quality of your processes, even testing. You can learn more about it uh, listening to the whole conversation with Lisa. Another episode around test automation was number nine with uh, Oren Rubin, CEO and co-founder of Testim. He overwhelmed us with his knowledge of all the different tools and platforms for test automation, the pros and cons, when to consider each, and so on. In particular, Oren mentioned Selenium, Cypress, Playwright, and Puppeteer. We also talked about how AI helps test automation and the difference between scriptless testing tools and visual editors for test automation, which seems similar, but I assure you that I learned they are not actually the same. One of the humans I admire the most, my friend and the co-founder of AppTeam, Sofia Palamarchuk, joined me to talk about mobile performance and mobile performance testing. There are different aspects to consider, the client side, the network and the server side. Sofia mentioned how to start paying attention to each component, especially where she has more experience with in her latest endeavor, which is the client-side performance, where developers and testers tend to pay less attention. I also had the honor to interview one of the people I've learned from the most in software testing, which is Michael Bolton, co-creator of the Rapid Software Testing Methodology. Michael explained the full story of how he accidentally became a tester. Don't we all? <laughs> and throughout this story, he shared many amazing metaphors and analogies that explains the, the purpose and, 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 often the, and often the problems with today's approach to software testing. Also, if you want to learn more about the two frames of testing that Michael and James Back have defined, the intention frame and the realization frame, check that episode because Michael explained that with a lot of examples. In the last episode, rounding out the season, I interviewed my Latino American friend Leandro Melendez. Maybe you know him under the name of Señor Performo or you have listened to one of the many podcasts where he participates 
for example, Perfights and Perfights in Español, which both are great podcasts. Leandro and I visited the most important performance testing concepts. He explains them using very funny metaphors that make it easier to understand these complex concepts. I really think this episode is a great resource to learn about the basics of performance testing. And if you're already a performance pro, <laughs> you will learn a great way to be able to explain all those concepts. Okay, let's wrap it up. As you can see, topic-wise, the first season episode were very diverse. We talked about testing, performance testing, test automation, teaching, agile development, observability, API testing, uh, testing crucial software. <laughs> we mentioned tools, methodologies, approaches, many, many things that I find very useful for testing and also for development or any other role actually in the, in the industry. For me, the podcast was an experiment is it worth it doing a podcast about software testing? Will people be interested in that? Will I engage anyone to talk? Um, will I learn something new? As I see it, my experiment was very successful and we decided to continue on this journey. I am so thankful to all of you supporting this idea, which at the end of the day, has two goals, which I want to iterate here. First of all, I love to share knowledge, spread voices around. And second, as I am from Uruguay, living in California, I want to build bridges between the two hemispheres. This is part of my personal mission and also abstractus mission. On the one hand, here in the Northern Hemisphere, there is a need for talent, for more people to be able to work on amazing projects uh, that will change the world. On the other hand, skilled people in Latin America need more opportunities. I want to help bridge the gap by providing outsourcing services to companies here in the US, for example, with people in Uruguay in a very convenient time zone with great skills and passion about software testing, enabling them to also learn and grow from the amazing things happening up here. Yeah, this is my goal here with this podcast, to encourage listeners from both hemispheres to tune in and improve their sense for quality. This is one of the main reasons why I decided to move to California, looking to meet new people uh, for new engagements to bring opportunities to Latin America. I am already coordinating interviews for the second season. My question for you now is, who's next? Who do you want me to interview? Please, please, please uh, let me know in the comment section or by reaching out on social media. Thank you so much for being here.
I hope your sense for quality got better after this conversation. Thank you so much for listening and please subscribe to Quality Sense Podcast. Tell your friends, your family, your colleagues or whoever you think can benefit from listening to it. I hope to see you soon. Adios amigos. Oh, 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 oh